this morning want more. They did a lot to get here. They persevered through a lot to make it through this week, to make their way into the house of God, to give you reverence and honor. So I'm asking, Father, that you give them a special, special blessing this morning. Beyond their wildest expectation, a double portion of your spirit, let it fall upon them now. We are so grateful for your presence, your anointing, everything that you do for us. We just embrace you this morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, we give you permission to do whatever you want to do this morning. We need you.
if the Spirit's still moving upon you, just let Him continue to do His work. We're going to go on to the message this morning. Who is the Holy Spirit? And I really believe that He wants to show Himself strong to us this morning. The Scriptures tell us that the Holy Spirit is a person, the third person of the Trinity. Genesis 15, 1-5, God's covenant with Abraham. God really wants us to understand that we have a covenant with him. And no one can break that covenant. No one. Not even you. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing I go childless, in the air of my house is Eleazar of Damascus. Then Abram said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars if you're able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. We have a powerful heritage in the Lord. Genesis 1, 26 to 28. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, And over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created him. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. We read these scriptures to verify that there were three involved in the creation. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. But God is the creator of heaven, earth, and mankind. Acts 5, 3-4. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. 
it is clear that lying to the Holy Spirit is the same as lying to God. The Holy Spirit shares the same characteristics as God, such as omniscience and omnipresence, as seen in the following scriptures. Psalms 139, 5-8 You have hedged me behind and before, and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. Saints, it doesn't matter what circumstances you're going through, how hard your life is. You have to understand that God is there. His Holy Spirit is there. And he is going to honor his covenant that he made with you. He is going to fulfill the promises. And you cannot let anything stop you from receiving from him. This is his time to show himself strong on our behalf. And God is lining things up right now that would absolutely blow your mind. And it's all going to be for our good. We're going to see the enemy fall. We're going to see his head crushed in. Just like the word of God says. Hold on. Don't give up. Don't quit. Our victory is here. It's here. Again, in 1 Corinthians 2, 10 to 11, God's attribute of omniscience is also present in the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 2, 10 to 13. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. We have the authority to know what God is doing. We have the authority to know the mysteries that he is about to reveal to this earth. And that's such an awesome thing. Nothing is being hidden from us because we're his children. There's there's such power that is going to be coming upon the body of Christ. Nothing that the enemy does will stop God's power. We are going to see people set free from every demon that's inside of them. And it's not going to be because of us, but it's going to be because of the covenant that we're working through. they're going to know we're his they're going to feel the anointing as we approach and it is going to change them we're not going to have to labor like we used to labor atmospheres are going to be changed 
whole regions are going to be changed because of the glory that God is placing inside of us. He's releasing it. He's releasing it. These things we also speak not in words, which means wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual. The Holy Spirit is a divine person, and he is intimately involved in our salvation, along with the Father and the Son, as shown in Romans 8.11, which says, not sure why, 1 Corinthians here. Skip down a little bit, bro. The Holy Spirit has thoughts and knowledge. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 10. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. The Holy Spirit can feel sorrow and grief. And I know that he feels our sorrow. I know that he is acquainted with our grief because this is the same spirit that is in Jesus Christ. He is touched by our infirmities. He is touched by the things that we go through. He's not an unfeeling God at all. And we have to learn how to lean upon the Holy Spirit like never before to carry us through. Ephesians 4.30 And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. The Holy Spirit can make intercession for believers. We're seeing this now more and more and more. There's times when you want to pray a certain way, but the Holy Spirit will not allow it. He won't permit it. Because there's a direction that he wants to go in. And we have to learn how to yield to the spirit. Sometimes we were trying to organize a, a, a conference called prayer thing and it just it fell through. After two hours I was like, God doesn't want this. God doesn't want this. He just wants to do what he wants to do. And he's going to show himself strong on our behalf. And sometimes we have to be willing to offend somebody when we don't do what is the Christian thing to do. We just have to be willing because God has another plan. He has another purpose inside. The Holy Spirit knows all things and he sees the intent of our heart. He saw the intent that we were trying to do something, but it wasn't what he wanted. It wasn't what he wanted, so we dropped it. And I know that God is gonna move in that situation. And we're going to prevail. Romans 8, 26 to 27. Likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is. Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. In saints of God, this is so important because there are times when we think we know what the will of God is, 
we have a perception of what the will of God should be, but we're wrong. And we need to be willing to yield to whatever God is doing at that moment, even if it's contrary to what our understanding of scripture is, because God has a greater plan and a greater purpose that he is trying to work out. And that being said, sometimes you're going to be placed in a position where it looks like you're losing and you just have to suck it up and wait till God gets you through that whole trauma. Because when it's all said and done, you've already won. And he's allowing the enemy to make it appear that you're losing, but you've not. You've won. And, and this, this is where we have to develop our trust in God in everything that we do. God, this doesn't make any sense why you're doing these things, why you're allowing these things to take place. But I'm not going to move. I'm not going to get off of my place, my mountain that you've established me in. I'm not going to leave you. I'm just going to wait and see how this bears itself out. And every time it does. Every time the Holy Spirit does what he wants to do. And lives are touched and glorified. The Holy Spirit also has a will and makes decisions. This is such a good point. And we need to understand that because he has a constant connection with God. And we don't. And sometimes the moment that we get in our prayer closet, we have that connection in that moment. But the things of life come our way. We get distracted. We're not always connected to the Holy Spirit like the Holy Spirit is connected to God. And his plans have changed. His direction has changed. And we have to become more flexible and allow God to do what he wants to do. 1 Corinthians 12 Verses 7 to 11. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. So there's no reason for us to be jealous over the person who's speaking in tongues, over the person who's prophesying, over the person who's gifted with the gift of helps. There's no reason for that. All of these pieces are meant to fit together. They're meant to make us a body in this season so that we can all accomplish the task. I'm reminded of a time when the warriors with David, there were 600 of them, and David sent 400 out and left 200 behind to watch the stuff because they were weary. David didn't get mad at those who were weary. He understood they needed to take a break. He let them do that. But what happened? The 400 got prideful. And they said, all of this stuff is ours. And the 200 sat, who sat behind, they're not getting anything. And David was grieved in his spirit because of the attitude of the 400. You can't do what you're supposed to do if you don't have the 200 behind you. You need to understand that. 
the 200 that are behind you doing what you consider an unimportant task is super important to God and is super important to the Holy Spirit. And the body of Christ has to change its mindset when it comes to this. Everybody has a part and it's important and it means something to God. It means something to the Holy Spirit. In summary, the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. Only as that divine person can the Holy Spirit be to believers a comforter and a counselor. According to the promise of Jesus, and you can look up John 14, verses 16, chapter 26, and verses 15 and 26. Let him counsel you. Let him give you the answers that you need. You're not going to be able to get to the prophet. You're not going to be able to get to church. There's going to be times when you're in a situation where you need an answer at the moment. You can't say, I'll, I'll be there Sunday to try to get a word. You have to start relying upon the Holy Spirit so that he can teach you and show you and counsel you and comfort you. That's his job. That's what he's there to do. What is the role of the Holy Spirit? How is the Holy Spirit active in our lives today? One, conviction of sin to all people. That is so important because if you're not being convicted by your sins and you're continuously repeating them, you have to be concerned about where your walk with God is at. And every one of us sins every day. I'm not talking about those things. But there's things that God has told you to lay down and let go of, and you're refusing to do that. You're grieving the Holy Spirit, and he's going to walk away from you. You don't want to be in that position. You don't want to be in that situation. Learn to allow that conviction to hit you. Let that conviction do the work that it's supposed to do. No matter how big the change is that, that is there that needs to be made, as long as you're feeling that conviction on the inside, you still have a chance. I would be concerned if I stopped feeling that conviction. I would be super concerned because that means that the Spirit of God is leaving you. John 16, 8, And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. The second thing the Holy Spirit does is serves as a helper or comforter. John fourteen sixteen to 17. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth that he The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. Such words of comfort. Such words that you can rely upon forever and ever and ever. With you and in you. There's no person in your life that's always going to be with you. 
there's no person in your life that's always going to be in you, but the Holy Spirit is. And he is doing things for you that you don't yet understand. But as you yield to his presence, as you yield to the moving of his spirit, your relationship with him is going to grow. And it's going to become more tangible. And I, I want to challenge you to allow this to take place now. The Greek word translated as helper or comforter refers to one who is called alongside another, providing the idea of a guide or encourager during times of need. This takes place as God's spirit indwells the believer from the point of salvation. And you can look up Romans 8, 9 in 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 to get more scripture on that. Another role of the Holy Spirit is to guide the believer into truth. And if we don't need the truth right now, I don't know what is. There is so much deception and delusion going on in the world and in the church. And people do not know right from wrong. They're muddying the lines on purpose. They're intentionally, intentionally leaving information out. And if you don't know any better, you are going to be deceived. There's a scripture, and I can't think of it right now, but it says in the last days, even the very elect, that's us, the very elect, have an opportunity and a possibility to be deceived. And it's bad. People don't like the truth. They don't like hearing it. They don't like it being presented to them. And you can say it in the nicest, smoothest way. They're still going to get mad. They're still going to fight you and tell you that you don't know what you're talking about. And all of us are going to be in situations where if we don't know what the truth is, people are going to deceive us. And the Holy Spirit is there to give us a check. Hey, what they just said is not right. Check into that. Watch their fruit. See what's really going on down on the inside. And sure enough, as you investigate it and the Holy Spirit starts giving you words of knowledge about what this particular person is doing, you will see not everything is kosher with them. Not everything is lining up. And then there's times when you, as a brother or sister, have to confront them. And then there's times when God says, leave them alone. They've already made their decision. They want to live this way. I've told them, I've counseled them, I've sent other people to them. I've sent leaders to them, but they're refusing. So even in, in this, the Holy Spirit gives you a greater discernment and a greater understanding of when to speak and when to be quiet. Truth is, is something that we need to really hold on to. John 14, 16 to 17. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. Let that sink in. If you're having difficulties with somebody understanding the truth, see what their fruit is. Are they in Christ? If they are, there's a bondage there. If they're not in Christ, they're of the world, and you're not going to be able to get through to them. You're not. 
you can beat your head against that wall, but they're not going to hear it because something is wrong on the inside of their spirit, man, and they cannot receive the truth. You can present it any kind of way that you want to give them scientific facts, line everything up still no. verse 17 the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you he will speak and he will tell you things to come and this is so awesome that the holy spirit does this this is so awesome that you as a child of god have the right to have this happen it's one of the, the many special things that God does. You don't have to be a prophet for this to take place. You don't have to be an apostle. You just have to be listening to the spirit. You just have to allow him to get down on the inside of you and then be receptive to whatever he says. Rather than depending on our human reasoning, we have a supernatural guide in the form of God's indwelling power sorry God's indwelling Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit helps believers to glorify the Lord that is so true John sixteen fourteen, he will glorify me for he will take care of what is mine and declare it to you we have a desire to worship the Lord because God's spirit lives within us as believers. We have a desire to worship the Lord because God's spirit lives within us as believers. If you can't praise and worship the Lord by yourself, with the rest of the body of Christ, there's something wrong with your walk with God. You are missing the Holy Spirit. You need to understand that and you need to start crying out for the Holy Spirit to come inside of you. And I'm not talking about speaking in tongues. I'm talking about the true spirit of God because you should be able to worship anywhere you go. Whether you go to the Catholic church, whether you go to a church where they're singing hymns, if the anointing is in those songs, something on the inside of you should connect and be like, that's God. That's God. I don't want you to listen to secular music, and I don't, but there are some secular people who are Christians, and there's an anointing in some of the songs that they sing, because they themselves are anointed. But the point that I'm trying to say to you is, the Holy Spirit is going to let you know how to worship. He's going to put it inside of you to have a heart of worship and, and an outward appearance of worship. And you're not going to care about what's going on around about you. When the, when the Holy Spirit hits you, you're going to stop everything. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel him. And you're going to know God's here. You're going to know by his presence that, that God is here. And he wants to touch me. This is how the Holy Spirit brings us comfort. Day in and day out. By us yielding to him. Yielding and allowing him to flow through us the Holy Spirit also gives special gifts 1 Corinthians 12 Romans 12 3 to 8 and 1 Peter 4 10 to 11 reveal the many 
the names of many gifts God's Spirit provides to believers. Each believer has at least one, according to Corinthians 12, 7. And each person is specifically gifted for the acts of service God has prepared for him or her. The gifts are given to allow the church to work together to meet needs, make disciples, and glorify God. The gifts are given to allow the church to work together to meet needs, make disciples, and glorify God. If you're doing all of those things, you're going to be in a close relationship with the Lord. You're going to be feeling his presence like never before because your priorities are right. Jesus said that I have a works to do. I have to do what my father wants me to do because the hour is growing late and I must work while it is daytime because night is coming and we're in a place where night is coming and we have to work. We, we can't do anything differently. And we have to have the same mindset as Jesus, the same mindset as the Holy Spirit, because this is where God has called us to be. We don't like to talk about this, but this is where you have to die. This is where you have to give up your life and be obedient to the Spirit and give. It doesn't matter what's going on around about you. You have a job. You have a responsibility. And you may think that that job is small and insignificant, but it is not. It has purpose. And the thing that you're supposed to be doing is also an aid to the rest of the body of Christ. And if you're not doing it, you're, you're creating more weight on the rest of the body of Christ that they don't need to have to carry. They're carrying it, but if everybody would do their part, how much easier would things be? Yeah. God's Spirit also enables believers to produce the fruit of the Spirit. That is so true. If you don't have the Holy Spirit inside of you, you are not going to want to change. You're going to be content with staying where you're at, doing the same thing that you did this year, that you did last year, that you did the year before last, and then you're wondering why things aren't changing in your life. You're wondering why God isn't doing anything for you. It's because you have not yielded yourself to the Holy Spirit and allowed him to do those little incremental changes along the way. So then a major trial comes your way and you have to grow up quick. You either grow up or you fail. And this is how God does things. Because, again, we're in covenant. He wants us to have a relationship with him. He wants us to be at certain places at certain times. And if you're not there, you're not ready, you are holding up the process. Not that you're stopping God from doing anything, but you're stopping your own self from receiving what God wants you to be, what he wants you to do. Galatians five twenty two to 23. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. 
against such there is no law. If you have these fruit of the Spirit operating in your life, you don't have to be concerned about being judged. You don't have to concern, be concerned about being condemned by God or the enemy. Because all of these fruit are going to keep you walking in love. And then as you love your, your neighbor as yourself, you're going to fulfill the law of God. And there's not going to be a need for any judgment to come against you. It's simple. Without God's spirit, people are unable to produce fruitful lives that reflect the desires of God. Without God's spirit, people are unable to produce fruitful lives that reflect the desires of God. Number eight, the Holy Spirit indwells us as believers. The Holy Spirit indwells us as believers. In addition to the many roles he plays in our lives, he seals us as belonging to God. And y'all, if that doesn't bring you comfort, I don't know what does. I remember when I was younger and I was living in Germany and I wanted to be out with all of the other cool kids. And I remember going out to, they hung out at the basketball court um, at the school at like 3 o'clock in the morning, 12 to 3 o'clock in the morning. And all of them looked at me and said, what are you doing here? 15 years old. That seal that God placed upon my life earlier was sticking out like a sore thumb. You're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be hanging out with us. I went home. Not understanding the depth of what God had done inside of me. Did I struggle throughout my teen years a little bit? After that point, no. Because I knew I was called. But the, the point that I'm trying to say is each one of you have a seal. The enemy knows this. And the enemy will send people to identify you in that seal and buffet you. And as, he, as they buffet you, you have to be in the spirit enough to know this is the enemy and to not react in your flesh and to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to them. Sometimes you're going to be in situations where somebody's buffeting you and God is going to use you to win them to him. But you have to be willing for God to use you to do that instead of cursing them out in your mind or coming against them or saying how dumb they are to everybody else. You, you really need to understand the importance of this seal that God has placed upon us. You can't see it, but everybody in the spirit world can see it. And it's there. It's glaring. <laughs> Ephesians 1.13 It is the same with you. You heard the true message. The good news about the way God saves you. When you heard that good news, you believed in Christ. And in Christ, God put a special mark on you by giving you the Holy Spirit that he promised. That mark was a sign that the Holy Spirit was inside of me. The Holy Spirit is the person of God who lives with us in our time on earth and teaches us to truly know and follow God. 
the Holy Spirit is the person of God who lives with us in our time on earth and teaches us to truly know and follow God. How does the Holy Spirit work? First, the Holy Spirit convicts us of our sin. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. John 16, 8. Second, the Holy Spirit gives new life. The Bible says that we are dead in our sins. Ephesians 2, 1 and John 3, 3. Third, the Holy Spirit lives in us. As you read this, you may realize that you're spiritually dead. But God says, I will put my spirit in you. I will come to live in you. Fourth, the Holy Spirit gives you power to serve Christ. And you want to know why there's so many carnal Christians? Because they don't have the Holy Spirit. They don't have the spirit inside of them, leading them, guiding them, and directing them to live a godly life. If you're struggling, this is what your problem is. God is pointing this out to you today for you to start crying out to him so that you can have the Holy Spirit in a greater way, in a greater fashion. For if the Holy Spirit gives you power to serve Christ, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be what you will be my witnesses. Acts 1 8. God knows all things. He knows all things about you. And he knew the message that we needed today. He knew that we needed to be comforted and strengthened and encouraged. And this is what the Lord wants to do for the altar call this morning. He wants to comfort you. He wants to fill you even deeper with his Holy Spirit so that you can live the Christian life that you're supposed to live in this time period. The altar is open for you to receive everything that God has for you today. Hello? Can somebody hear me? This is Montana Civil Defense. Company are calling Raven. Somebody please come in. Come on, Raven. Company are calling Raven. We're losing about all of the sequence. Company are to Raven. Talk to me, John. We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths, given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later.